You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Morning Breath. This is a drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. What we do is take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in it, ask the Lord to speak to our hearts in it, and then I and a coast come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My coast today is Felicia. How are Hello. you doing, Felicia? I'm wonderful. How are you, Pastor Awesome. Dan? I'm doing great. Good, Good to have you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. So tell the folks how to get involved. Listen, if you want to get anything about East Coast, first of all, check out our East Coast app. It literally has all of our morning breath uh, podcasts, all of our episodes, all the chapters. So if you want to read with us, as well as messages, events, all the things that are happening at East Coast, you can get that on the app or on our website, eccc.us. I always like to let people know. So who are you, Fee, and what do you do here? I called her <laughs> uh, Fee. Yes. I shortened Felicia because yep. most people just around here call her Almost Fee. everybody calls me Fee, which is a very random college nickname that just <laughs> stuck around here, and I'm here for it. Uh, so I am our online campus and communications director. So I uh, get to think about the way that we say things to everyone, when we say them, how we say them, and I also get to love and lead our uh, our digital space. So the wow. way that we bring the gospel and love our online community, I get to be part of that. So, so when I say, yeah, howdy, it comes out a lot better when Fee, <laughs> Fee translates. It's, it comes out the other end of that computer a lot better. <laughs> yeah, you do a great job. Thank you. Fee, Thank really you. appreciate you. So we are Morning Breath. That's how you get involved couple of announcements before we uh, get into the chapter today. We've got a men's event called Wolfpack Backyard Games, and it's October 16th and 17th. And if you're a man, you're part of Wolfpack, and we invite you to get involved in that event. So how do you find out more information? Go to eccc.us forward slash events, and you can find out all the information there. Probably Fee wrote that. So I might have. That communication <laughs> is there yeah. correctly for us. And then going with that, our Coco campus is having the fall classic cruise in, which is, you know, classic cars. They're going to do a little car show out there and would love to have you involved there. And that is the 16th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Again, go on to our eccc.us backslash or forward slash whichever way you look at that slash um, events and it'll get you to know a little bit more about that information. Yeah. Then we got a couple more. We have some beach bas- baptisms coming up, which I love beach baptisms because we get, we are one church in many locations. So we have lots of different campuses and this is an opportunity for all of our locations to yeah. gather in one spot cool. and baptize people. And so we do it out at the park, Lori Wilson Park. Uh, we're going to do it in the in the beach and it's just a really sweet special time for it us is. to gather together and let people uh, step out and publicly declare that they gave their lives to Jesus. It's a really sweet time and uh, fun to do it all together. We also have Family Fun Night coming Whoa. up on October 29th, which is a huge event we've been doing here for longer than I've been around. Um, and really? 30 years. <laughs> our community yeah. loves it. It's yeah. an opportunity for us to sort of open up our space to the community and say, come and enjoy yourselves. Come and know that you can have fun and be well cared for um, at the local church. And uh, so that's going to be games and fun and food and all the things at our Merritt Island campus. That's on October 29th. 
14th. And uh, yeah, and we. It's, and w- it is costume for a lot of the kids <clears throat> get to come in costume. And we do ask not the scary, you know, costumes because we're going to have a lot of little kids there. Yeah. Uh, you can, you know, it's any age up to 12, don't get us wrong. So you come just. You know, try to keep the costume so it's not going to scare a small yeah, child. We have That's so a, many family events. Yeah, it's one. You know, it's, a family it, it's one of the reasons we started coming to this church in Aww. the first place many, many years ago because we wanted a space where our family and my children, especially, could grow up and love being at the local church. I'm a church kid, and I wanted my children to grow up to be church kids. Did and you know love that they, being a church kid? I love oh, being a church awesome. kid. I, I love that. I mean, obviously, awesome. I work for the local church, so I love the house. Yeah. Um, I'm passionate about it because I'm called to it, but I loved being at church, and oh, my awesome. children love being at church. When I go to band practice on Sunday mornings with the worship team, my children beg to come with me. Isn't they just cool? want to be here, and that was really like a heartbeat of mine was that I wanted to oh. be in a part of a community where my whole family had a place to be. So I, I will never forget looking at your son from the side during a worship song and the look he had on his face looking up at his mom. I yeah. will never forget that. I mean, I'm sweet. an old guy, and I've seen a lot yeah. of things through the years, but it was such an incredibly sweet yeah. picture of him looking up at his mom. Uh, he was enraptured yeah. watching his mom sing up there. So yeah. It's uh, a special thing about our house, that woo. life-giving church that lasts where we just embrace all the generations in one space. Yep. It's special, yeah, and we it's love near it. to the heart of God. So. We love it. Yep. Yeah, God <clears throat> God loves kids, Yes, and so do I. In fact, they're more fun than adults most of the time. <laughs> That's true. I just got to be honest Lord, let there. us all grow up to be adults <laughs> that everyone loves. Yeah, so. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. I wish that would really happen. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, it, it does for the most part. Anyway, we are in chapter 9. 19, and there's a lot of verses. It's a long it's chapter. It's a long chapter. So because we have 43 verses, I'm going to read through 23 because there's a natural break there. Got it. And let you take it from 24 on to the end. I'm going to read New King James. What are you going to read? I'm in the New Living Translation. Great. So uh, get me started. <clears throat> and I say to you, sir, read. And Joab was told, behold, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the people. For the people who heard it said that day the king is grieved for his son. And the people stole back into the city that day as people who are ashamed steal away when they flee in battle. But the king covered his face and the king cried out with a loud voice, O my son Absalom, O Absalom, my son, my son. Then Joab came into the house to the king and said, Today you have disgraced all your servants who today have saved your life, the lives of your sons and daughters, the lives of your wives and the lives of your concubines, in that you love your enemies and hate your friends. For you have declared today that you regard neither princes nor servants. For today I perceive that if Absalom had lived and all of us had died today, then it would have pleased you well. Now, therefore, arise, go out and speak comfort to your servants. For I swear by the Lord, if you do not go out, not one will stay with you this night. And that will be worse for you than all the evil that has befallen you from your youth till now. Then the king arose and sat in the gate. And they told all the people, saying, There is the king sitting in the gate. So all the people came to the king, for every one of Israel had fled to his tent. Now all the people were in dispute throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king saved us from the hand of our enemies. He delivered us from the hand, hand <clears throat> excuse me, of the Philistines, and now he has, he has fled from the land because of Absalom. But Absalom, who we anointed over us, has died in battle. Now therefore, why do you say nothing about bringing back the king? 
So King David sent to Zadak and Abathar the priest, saying, Speak to the elders of Judah, saying, Why are you the last to bring the king back to his house, since the words of all Israel have come to the king to his very house? You are my brethren, you are my bone and my flesh. Why then are you the last to bring back the king? And say to Amasa, you, Are you not my bone and my flesh? God do, do so to me, and more also, if you are not commander of the army before me continually in the place of Joab. So he swayed the hearts of all the men of Judah, just as the heart of one man, so that they sent this word to the king, Return you and all your servants. Then the king returned and came to the Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal to go and meet the king to escort the king across the Jordan. And Shimei, the son of Gera, a Benjamite, who was from Bahurim, hurried and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. There were a thousand men of Benjamin with him. And Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, and his fifteen sons and his twenty servants with him, and they went over the Jordan before the king. Then a ferry boat went across to carry the king's household and do whatever he thought good. Now Shimei, the son of Gera, fell down before the king when he had crossed the Jordan. And he said to the king, Do not let my lord uh, impute iniquity to me, or remember what wrong your servant did on the day that my lord the king left Jerusalem, that the king should take it to heart. For I, your servant, know that I have sinned. Therefore, here am I, the first to come today of all the house of Joseph, to go down to meet the lord the king. But Abishai, the son of Zariah, answered and said, Shall not Shimea be put to death for this because he cursed the Lord's anointed? And David said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zerai, that you should be adversities to me today? Shall any man be put to death today in Israel? For do I not know that today I am king over Israel? Therefore the king said to Shimei, You shall not die. And the king swore to him. All right, now Mephibosheth, Saul's grandson, came down from Jerusalem to meet the king. He had not cared for his feet, trimmed his beard, or washed his clothes since the day the king had left Jerusalem. Why didn't you come with me, Mephibosheth? The king asked him. Mephibosheth replied, My lord the king, my servant Ziba deceived me. I told him, saddle my donkey so I can go with the king, for as you know, I am crippled. Ziba has slandered me by saying that I refuse to come, but I know that the Lord my king is like an angel of God, so do what you think is best. All my relatives and I could expect only death from you, my lord, but instead you have honored me by allowing me to eat at your own table. What more can I ask? You've said enough, David replied. I've decided that you and Ziba will divide your land equally between you. Give him all of it, Mephibosheth said. I am content just to have you safely back again, my lord, the king. Barzillai of Gilead had come down from Roglim to escort the king across the Jordan. He was very old, 80 years of age, and very wealthy. He was the one who had provided food for the king during his stay at Mahanaim. All these words. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Come across with me and live in Jerusalem, the king said to Barzillai, and I will take care of you there. No, he replied, I'm far too old to go with the king to Jerusalem. I am 80 years old today, and I can no longer enjoy anything. Food and wine are no longer tasty, and I can no longer hear the singers as they sing. I would only be a burden to my lord, the king. Just go across the Jordan River with the king is all the honor I need. Then let me return again to die in my own town where my father and mother are buried. But here is your servant, my son, King Ham. 
Kim, Kim Ham, let him go with the Lord, the king, and receive whatever you want to give him. Good, the king agreed. Kim Ham will go with me, and I will help him in any way you would like. And I will do for you anything you want. So all the people crossed the Jordan with the king. After David had blessed Barzillai and kissed him, Barzillai returned to his own home. The king then crossed over to Gilgal, taking Kimham with him. All the troops of Judah and, the, and half the troops of Israel escorted the king on his way. But all the men of Israel complained to the king. The men of Judah stole the king and didn't give us the honor of helping take you, your household, and all your men across the Jordan. The men of Judah replied, the king is one of our own kinsmen. Why should this make you angry? We haven't eaten all of the king's food or received any special favors. But there are 10 tribes in Israel. The others replied, so we have 10 times as much right to the king as you do. (laughs) What right do you have to treat us with such contempt? Weren't we the first to speak of bringing him back to be our king again? The argument continued back and forth, and the men of Judah spoke even more harshly than the men of Israel. Amen. Goodness. Drama. Trouble. But, you know, David, (laughs) this was David's idea. David actually was invited by the Ten Tribes, and David chose to go, wait a minute, Judah, you're missing an opportunity here. Get over here. And he did want to look out for his own yeah. people. And so David kind of got this this rolling. But what we see if we look further down the line, it ends up Judah, you know, in the history of Israel, that is, Judah and the other 10 tribes are at odds with each other right. and sometimes at war. Yep. And so this decision might not have been <laughs> the best. And, you know, I see that several times in here. His decision about Mephibosheth and Ziba. Ziba, Ziba was the servant of Saul, and Ziba was supposed to care for Mephibosheth's all of his property. And it does appear that Mephibosheth was deceived and that Ziba did rip him off. But yet David split the property with him. And David did this more in his old age than his young age. He made quick decisions without all the information he maybe needed. And so I, you know, it just was like, I don't know. And again, there's we, we only see just the very surface of this. And I may be totally off base here, but. Just from my surface, you know, what we can see from the what the Bible says is just a surface part of all this. He might have had more information. Right. But it doesn't appear that he had every bit of information and made a a quick decision. And and so it is a it is a wild chapter because of all that's going on there. And uh, I I wrote tons of notes in the margin. Let's just start out this way fee ladies before gentlemen what oh, stood out to you? you what stood out to you in the chapter you know, i think that one of the biggest things that stood out to me was um their their desire to have him back as king mm. they were the ones that made the decision to put absalom in and then they were so quick to say no 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 no, no. let's put david back in like that was always uh the heart of israel they wanted they wanted him they they liked him right yeah, and even yeah. if they betrayed him at some point they they really wanted him back and i thought that that was really interesting that they were just very quick to that's risky no, though when yeah, you think about yeah. it cuz if you betray somebody but then go oh, made a mistake yeah take, that's take, kind of this whole chapter is yeah. going, hey i'm the first one here yeah. to say that you should be back here yeah. and i'm so glad you're here and, and even <laughs> even this dude that that cursed him shimei who cursed him his whole way leaving it took courage. Yeah. I mean, and I, he's kind of, I think he kind of thought like, 
Might as well get it over with. Right. I'm just going to get out here. Yeah. I'm going to give him a best shot. And what it shot. is. I'm going to get here yeah. and yeah. let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. And if he kills me, well, it's yeah. over. Yeah. And if I survive, well, right. you know, right. it might not be too bad. So it is a, It is amazing how everybody does. Man, the flip-flop here is yeah. like big. And it is, to me, I did. Why didn't Judah go yeah. quicker? Yeah. You know, why were they slow to welcome david back i don't know the answer to that uh, i don't know what was going yeah. on uh political theaters there's quite a bit of it going on sure. here and we see the the nature of man and ruling yep. and leading leading in these situations which are amazing another just crazy thought i had when i watched this is uh uh chim ham i think you I, i'm not sure how you <laughs> pronounce it but you know uh he he gives this guy Barzilia mm-hmm. uh, gives his son to David to go across, and I thought, "How old is he?" He said he's eighty, right? Well, I know the dad is eighty. The dad is eighty, yep. but how old is his son? Right, no, no, idea. no idea. And I actually, in this culture, he could have been five, sure, sure, or he could have been sixty, right? You just and never it's know. Such a different <laughs> yeah. picture. Yes. I thought, like, is this a blessing? Yeah. Or is this a, you know, what is going on here? Yeah. Why would he give him his son? I just made me think he's probably not 60. Mm. He's probably not yeah. 40, 50. There was something lasting and he said, you know what? It's going to be better yeah. for him than it would be for me to live a few more years. Yeah. And I blessing. just, I don't know. I thought, but wouldn't his son be the one he'd take over for him? I'm sure this guy in this day and age had lots of sons right? and all of that. And this Mahanaim, or however mm-hmm. you'd say, the town they live in, was actually where David stayed at this guy's hometown. Right. And he really supported, and this was no small group. Right. Because when they battled, 20,000 Israelites lost their life. Right. Now, a lot more, so more than 10,000 died because of the forest. But let's say 8,000, I mean, to kill 8,000 men... This army wasn't tiny of David's, and this guy completely supported him. And to have those kinds of friends, I can remember a time when I was in uh, the church I pastored in Denver that we made a decision that was really, really tough, and it affected um, our church. It affected our attendance. It didn't last, but it was really a blow. It affected our finances. We got to the end of the week, and there wasn't enough money to pay everybody. And so uh, I said, we'll pay everybody else first. We'll, and it worked out we didn't get paid. And so we were at home, and Carol and I were just on the back porch kind of praying and talking. And, and uh, we both just said, you know, hey, we didn't get in this for the money anyway. Um, you know, if I need to work, I'll work. Whatever needs to happen, we'll do. And as we were saying that, the phone rang. And uh, it was a friend in ministry who pastored another church and he said uh he said i i just felt like the lord told me to ask you a question i said okay shoot man he said how much do you get paid and i said well wow i mean let's start out with very personal <laughs> right stuff in, yep. and i and so i told him and he said well we've got that for the next six months oh wow and their church paid us hmm. for six months while our church recovered from and we recovered because it was the right decision and, you know, all those yep. things that are hard and people didn't understand all the dynamics of what really was going on. And and we came out the other side and things were great. And I actually gave, gave their church all the money back mm-hmm. in the long run. But it was like, 
oh my gosh. Yeah. What a moment to find out that God's got your back yep. and also that God uses people to have your back is super powerful. Yeah, for sure. Because it's nice to know somebody likes you besides <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. you know, in life. For that's sure. always encouraging. Sure. Like, oh, well, okay. Somebody believes in me. That's cool. Yeah. And it just reminded me of that. And we read those things and go, oh, well, he took care of me, sure. brought him some stuff. But it was so much more than that. Yeah, and I love. I think that it also speaks to the um, how much the Lord loves when we're willing to risk with Him, mm. right? Like we actually see a lot of risk in this oh chapter. Gosh. A lot of people Crazy. saying, "You know what? I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna go for it. I don't know what's gonna happen." And you know that the story that you just shared of just saying, "You know what? This is the right thing to do," right. and the Lord, I believe that the Lord will honor that. And I wanna, I wanna live a life of risk with the <laughs> Lord, so that. When I tell my children that God is faithful, mm. it's not a platitude. That's right. Right? Like, I, I want to say he's faithful because let me show you what he has done. I didn't done. just read it. You know? Yeah, like I've, I've experienced lived it. it. Yeah. I've lived it. Yeah. I've watched I've watched the Lord come through for me to come and pay my, my salary for six months. Whatever that, that looks like. Like, yeah. that's the faithfulness of God and the history of God for us to be able to say, you know what? I can take one more risk with him because he's always been faithful. Yeah. And the risk that's in this chapter, like you said— incredible you know i mean even the risk of saying say to amasa amasa was the general of absalom's army Mm -hmm. who came after david to kill him and david said you're the general of the armies from here forth and he did it to bring everybody together right right. the israelites followed amasa and absalom so he's brought that in as a strength and it will turn into a strength but even the risk of pushing Joab out. Right. Joab, well, jo- Joab also took a risk at the beginning here, right? To dude, go to the king and say, you're not handling get this. Get off <laughs> your <laughs> bottom. Yeah. And he's like, if you don't do this differently, you're going to lose everything. Yeah. Right? And, like, that was a risk. But And, and you, you know, the when you look at that, I, I wrote down Vietnam. Mm. Uh, because the way our leaders handled Vietnam really left our soldiers in a lurch. Right. And they came home to an angry America who didn't appreciate their sacrifice. Right. And so there are Vietnam veterans still today that are living in that, you know, stealing home with their head down. Right. I, I, I know someone personally who, when he walked out in the airport, was spit on mm. by somebody in the airport for being a, a soldier right. who went out and did his duty. Now, I think as a nation we've learned and I see such a different way of handling things now. But we learned at the expense of a whole generation of soldiers yeah. that went out to do something for God that, you know, excuse me, for country that was, that was super valuable and important in that they obeyed what they were called right, to do, right. maybe in not in the way that everybody thought it should go. Right. And I, I know that it was mishandled on so sure. many levels. But you look at that and go, this is what David's doing, and somebody's wise enough to take the risk to get in the king's face. Yep. Well, in our face right now is a clock. We're going to have to take a break. (laughs) We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, I think the re reason David was where he was at and Joab had to take that risk and rebuke him and say, look what you're doing to the people who loved you and sacrificed for you. You're putting more value on your son who was out to kill you than the people who defended your life. Is The reason David was struggling with this is he was blinded by grief. Yeah. And grief is a very powerful force that 
can uh, just, you know, make you... Grief is normal, but it can actually make you abnormal. Yeah. I guess I'll say yeah. it that way. He, uh, he neglected himself. He neglected his family. He neglected his duties. Yeah. He neglected the people. All because he got swallowed up yep. in grief. Now, the Bible says, you know, there's sadness for a season, but joy comes in the morning. Right. So grief that doesn't end is a problem. Yeah, for sure. I wish I could remember the name of the book, but we have a lady in our church who lost a loved one who wrote a book. Her name is Teresa Sawyer, and it's a very good book on grief. Mm. And if you are dealing with this and stuck, I would encourage you to call the church office and ask Ernestine. She'll get you connected with Teresa. We'd love to get you a copy of that book. Um, If you can't afford one, the church will pay for it. Uh, I'm very generous with the church's money. (laughs) Uh, I'll pay for it. How's that? But anyway, we'll get it taken care of for you because we don't want to see anybody trapped like David was if you don't have somebody close to you that can help you out. That's good. Anyway, God bless you guys. Have a great day. Thanks, V. Thank you for having me. All right. Good to have you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.